0: This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit 7 to 9 AM. Please visit kpulpit.co.za Christian perspective on the news does not necessarily reflect the opinions of Radio K Pulpit or the on-air presenter, but is the independent viewpoint of the individual contributor please send an email to info at should you have any further inquiries. Christian Perspective on the News. It's Friday morning. That means we get to spend time with Dr. Peter Hammond. He's the founder of Frontline Fellowship, the Reformation Society, Africa Christian Action, as well as the William Carey Bible Institute. And here he is. Good morning, Dr. Hammond. Yes, I am. Good morning. South Africans are going through tough financial times, and it's absolutely imperative, of course, to see that our government is not making things worse. Mm. But the adjustments appropriations bill shows how miserably, I'm afraid, our central government is failing in so many ways. So, for example, just recently another $1 billion, wow. um, $1.29 billion has been allocated to Home Affairs, but most of it's for the presidential uh, employment initiative, and $819 million of it's earmarked for goods and services, providing a perfect opportunity for looting. International Relations receives another $102 while well, $178 million was taken from the public treasury's financial supply chain management. But this is shocking considering the amount of fraud uh, committed and uh, with procurement in particular. Uh, to the ruined transnet, an additional $2.9 billion was allocated to repair flood damage. But that wouldn't be necessary if um, the... Uh, Ahead of Transnet, had not mismanaged all Transnet's funds. Public works and infrastructure lost four hundred and ten million, and very little has been allocated to correctional services. Mm. Correctional services uh, was given only eight hundred ninety-six thousand rand more, and yet correctional services is overflowing. Then, an additional one point seven billion was allocated to the Department of Defence, while the Department of Justice receives a mere $89 million, uh, for even a pressure on the legal system keeps mounting. This raises questions about how committed is a government to combating corruption and prosecuting those implicated in corruption. Bear in mind that the African Union Task Force on Corruption estimates that a full third of the gross domestic product of Africa is stolen through corruption, a third of the GDP through corruption, government corruption. Now, the ANC calls this a process of giving and taking, but meanwhile, the quality of health care services in the public sector keeps declining. The police seem to be losing the fight against crime. And still, 31 million was taken away from the police, so they're getting less, um, which does the opposite of living out the playing field against the criminals. It's like treason against the public uh, that uh, this whole process is taking away from what really counts and where people need the most action for government. Not to say that money necessarily equals action, yeah. but it does indicate how committed they are. It's ironic that what you hear in the inner circles of uh, government, that the motives behind the opposition's demands that public enterprises be privatized, actually is that what we're seeing here is personal enrichment in many cases. So, <clears throat> because under ANC rule, that public enterprises have been exploited and self-enriched, the state-operated enterprises are, in many cases, areas of entitlement, incompetence, and chaos. Such as we see uh, with the, the power failures coming with Eskom. The policy of cadre deployment really brings about destruction of so many state-operated enterprises. There is so many risky packages needed, such as what's happened with South Ghanayways until. It's almost running to the ground. And the adjustments Appropriation of Bill offers more tangible uh, that really our central government is failing the people, failing the country. We've got so many strange anomalies taking place in the news. The Constitutional Court's decision that Wallace, who's serving a life sentence for the murder of Chris Harney, head of, of course, we says we're in the Southern Communist Party, was murdered in 1993. Well, uh, that was almost 30 years ago, and Wallace must be released on parole, we are told. And yet the same people who are screaming about this, and you've got the Communist Party, the EFF, and others, uh, saying that this is not right, He should stay in prison. even though know, the average murderer in South Africa stays in prison about seven and a half years on average, and uh, for first-degree murder in no extenuating circumstances. And yet you've got the same people Outraged that Wallace is to go on parole and uh, is expressing joy to hear that he's been stabbed in prison. They're the same people who are simultaneously criticizing the Court of Appeals order that former President Zuma must serve the rest of his 15 month sentence for contempt of court because he refused to appear before the Zonda Commission on State Capture. So there's so much inconsistency in the conduct and response of politicians that. It's extraordinary that they don't seem to have any respect for the supremacy of the law. We should be a constitutional state, a restart, where the law is king, where the law rules, where everyone is under the law, where uh, the highest government officials in the land are still answerable to the law. And so it's uh, disturbing to see that um, the authority of the judiciary is being undermined by uh, the political prejudices of many in these positions. So the situation here brings us to um, real challenges, and we should be uh, questioning and calling into account these folks. Take this bizarre news item that the Umpuleni local municipality uh, <clears throat> has, has actually had seized, uh, Eskim has seized, for the fourth time since 2014, all the vehicles in the Umpuleni local municipality, which includes Everton and uh, a Sebritain, Bale, Vanderbilt Park, Burlington. well, uh, because of the fact that $1.3 billion is owed by the municipality to Esken. and uh, so the Gauteng High Court has authorized Eskim to seize their motor vehicle assets uh, to uh, help defray unpaid bills. You know, the municipalities can't be counted on to pay their bills, for example, for electricity, uh, to a state enterprise like Eskim. It's, it's absolutely bizarre. And uh, then you've got the municipality complaining, but this will affect service delivery. Well, service delivery is not particularly good in that area anyway. By having their uh, vehicles seized, it'll have a detrimental effect. But you know, not paying your bills, what happens if you and I don't pay our bills? Yeah. And, uh, you know, they'd have no problem switching off the lights and so on. Uh, how can the constituents and Infalini put up with the fact that their rates and taxes are not going to what they're meant to be going to, Mm. (laughs) but obviously being looted by corruption. And time and again, you see uh, the truth of what the scripture tells us in 2P uh, 3 verse 19. They promised them liberty, but they themselves are slaves of corruption. And so many in politics seem to be involved in self-enrichment and corruption, and we need civil servants. We need those who will be answerable to society. Our Lord Jesus said that amongst the Gentiles, the, the rulers of the Gentiles, they lorded it over them. They call themselves benefactors. But it is not to be like that with you. Instead, the greatest amongst you should be like the servant and like the youngest. And... This is a biblical principle, which is why we actually have the term cabinet ministers and prime minister in some places, meaning prime minister for a servant. A minister is a servant. It's the same word as deacon. In Romans 13, we are told that the deacons in government, and the same word is used in Romans 13, that they are to be your servants, that they are God's servants, and that they are to protect. They are to uh, serve, and that is the whole point of government, to protect and to serve. I remember when cabinet ministers used to sign their letters with your humble servant. And uh, I remember when my school teacher in Bulawayo, uh, he was also a member of Ponce, and we asked her, um, how are you a member of Ponce? And the schoolteacher says, well, we don't get paid for being members of Ponce. Mm. We have to have a real job, too. Well, you know, I'm going back now to the 1970s. Obviously, things have changed. Now, for many people, going into politics, whether it's city council or parliament and so on, there's a get rich quick scheme, and that's not right. That's not the way it's meant to be. And so we should be making a stand against corruption. Think about a third of the gross domestic product of this is stolen, looted by corruption. And we've got a government that's spoken about the need for clean government and accountability and no corruption will be uh, tolerated and so on. But <laughs> it's not what they say as much as, as what they do. And look at the actions. And uh, it's... Um, a, an important uh, point at, uh, as we look at so much of what's going on in these headlines right now uh, to understand uh, what has politics become. Well, the word politics, politics means blood-sucking parasites. Politics many blood-sucking parasites. And that's not the way it's meant to be. This vision that our Lord gave, which inspired the idea of having cabinet ministers and the prime minister, was that government should not be lording it over and that they should be serving, they should be God's servant, a minister of justice, just as the church is meant to be a minister of grace, so the state is meant to be a minister of justice, and we need to hold our leaders to this account. It should not be, as we are continually seeing that while they promise you freedom, they themselves are slaves of corruption. Thank you so much. That's the voice of Dr. Peter Hammond. He's the founder of Frontline Fellowship, the Reformation Society, Africa Christian Action, and the William Carey Bible Institute. And uh, Dr. Peter Hammond, thank you for your time this morning. Here's to a really good weekend. Thank you, and well done on 10 years of radio (laughs) kickball. Thank you. It's just great to see the whole setup. We praise God to have the privilege of being part of your wonderful ministry.